0: It's time to weigh in with healthcare in America's senior correspondent Donna Smith. Donna, welcome.
1: Thank you. I love my new music. It makes me feel so new agey.
0: <laughs> it does sound kind of new agey. <laughs> yes. So, let's get right to it. Let's talk about the three tenors, aka known as the CEOs for JP Morgan Chase, Amazon, and Berkshire Hathaway announcing they are now forming a new health care company signaling the symbolic end of the ACA Reform Act. Oh, my gosh. Tell me <laughs> one about One can that.
1: only imagine. Yeah. I think one of, the, uh, one of the funniest headlines I saw was, you know, health by Amazon, and and while they're at it, they'll load you
0: up five pounds of gummy bears. To yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I,
2: I, anyone listening, I promise you that Jamie Dimon does not care about your health. I does promise. not care
0: at all one <laughs> Gene, iota ever would
1: make you say that <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so. so some of the hard to believe this will come out in a good place for patients is that you know amazon for many years has been criticized because of their practices regarding employees you know leaving mm, people yeah. stand for many many hours on warehouse floors without breaks afraid to ask for bathroom breaks all sorts of things that they, as an employer, have not been great about. So you wonder okay, we all could maybe go for more transparency in the healthcare system. Nothing wrong with that. We're glad about that. And Lord knows if hospitals and providers had to make their charge masters public. So, you know, what they charge every insurance company and every person for every procedure and every little Tylenol that gets dished out, it would be really scary for all of us to see how divergent those numbers really are. So that kind of transparency is probably a good thing if they're going to aim for that. But what they keep repeating as a part of this idea is their ability to make it more efficient by using technology, which for many of us just means slice and dice up any kind of human contact we get through our healthcare system and just shovel more people through, like on an assembly line, making sure that our, you know, our bodies are treated by robots, if at all possible.
2: Yeah. Do you think that this legitimately does anything to the single-payer movement in the United States?
1: Uh, It's hard to say. It kind of depends on what they do. My my thought is that, you know, Warren Buffett has not been totally against single-payer in his life. In fact, at times he's expressed some support for that. So the idea that we could continue to put forward that, okay, you three amigos, you, while you're talking about efficiencies and you're talking about how you want to make the healthcare system more transparent, why don't you talk about the financing mechanism? The insurance companies we don't need in the mix any longer. We don't need middlemen and women in the mix. We need to see healthcare as a right and be able to provide that for everyone. And then if they want to make some moves in terms of making transparency a, a more legitimate thing, I don't think that's a bad thing. So the movement itself for single-payer might see itself invigorated a little bit by the fact that even these three huge financial giants in our country want to see the healthcare care system dealt with. It keeps it up there in the public eye. And seeing the stock market and health stocks take a little bit of a dive as soon as this was even announced, ought to be a signal to the insurance industry that the gig's going to be up pretty soon.
0: For yeah, them. one way or another. Yeah. So first, what is it that they offer and second, why wouldn't they just back a single-payer system?
1: Yeah, absolutely. My guess would be that these three in particular have developed so much use of technology through their industries and their interface with industries that that's where they see the efficiencies of scale coming, you know, where they can cut the most costs, and they're not diving into that political morass that we have right at the moment of trying to say we need an overall policy Overhaul. But in my perspective, I think at least Warren Buffett could be one of those people that introduces that that discussion into the process, I read a little more deeply on it as the week went on and, and saw that they haven't really decided what direction this is going to go or how exactly they're going to make their moves and what they're going to do. So I think we have some ability to be weighing in and continue to raise this issue, as I know the nurses are going to do going forward.
2: You know, one thing that freaks me out is that there's these guys that can just come out and make a press statement, and all of a sudden I'm like worried about my job and my industry, and yes. they're not even in the healthcare industry. They're just right, it's but that's just where we find ourselves
0: in a corporatocracy where just a handful of people are controlling everything, yeah. everything about our country.
1: Well, absolutely, and the the fear I I think, Shane, your fear is probably more profound, but. Patients, our fear is, too, oh, my God, are they just going to hook us up to electrodes in our houses and nobody's ever going to touch us and assess how we're doing and take a look at our eyes and talk to us about how we feel. I was at a doctor visit a couple of weeks ago where my doctor and I had a a really good conversation about something uh, we're working on in my health, and she actually hugged me when I was on the way out the door. Mm. And I thought, where does a hug from your provider fit into that? Mm-hmm. Where does a nurse's touching your hand when you're scared, you know, come into that? Where you know, how where are we going with this? So I think we're all gonna have to stay very alert and know that healthcare is about much more than dollars and cents. And single payer is the best way to solve the problem. But the reality is when we say healthcare is a human right, we don't want to take the humanity
0: out of it either.
2: So very true. Well, and just to let you know, Donna, that your uh, insurance company only pays for 80% of that hug. So,
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to share today, Donna?
1: Well, I think we're all going to have to, you know, keep our radar really tuned in what's going on with uh california with sb 562 and we're going to have to watch what's happening in new york maryland has introduced a a good single-payer bill the state of florida of all things has Mm. introduced a really strong single-payer medicare for all bill now whether or not we can get these bills across the finish line i don't know but we certainly have strong advocates and nurses in all of the states where this is moving and where we can still begin to make a difference in this dialogue that we're still having in this country and we're going to get to the point where our voices will be heard and this will have to change so stay loud stay you know stay tuned to the nurses website to watch what's going on and stay in touch with your congressional people keep repeating to them healthcare is a human right
0: So very true. Thank you so much, Donna. We appreciate it. Thank you.
2: We've been talking with Healthcare in America's senior correspondent, Donna Smith. Donna's also the executive director for Progressive Democrats of America. For more information about these topics, visit nursetalksite.com, pda.org, and nnu.org.